You're listening to the Red Moon Radio Podcast, episode number eight. Today we're talking to Frederick, Bjorn, Robin, and Rasmus, four of the members of Halmstead, Sweden's Baby Jesus. Red Moon Radio is a weekly podcast dedicated to garage, psychedelic, fuzz, and lo-fi, as well as good old-fashioned rock and roll from around the world. We bring you the best new music and interviews, introducing you to your new favorite band. The show is produced every Monday and is available on Podomatic at redmoonradio.podomatic.com and on Stitcher at stitcher.com slash red-moon-radio. You can also subscribe to the show on iTunes by searching for Red Moon Radio. Follow the podcast on Twitter at redmoonradio one on Facebook at facebook.com slash redmoonradio. Get in touch with us by email at redmoonradio2015 at gmail.com and watch for us, along with the other music junkies, on the website 53rdand3rd.com. Links to the bands and extras are available in the show notes on our Podomatic and Stitcher pages, as well as on 53rdand3rd.com. Come back often and add us to your favorites. Now let's get on with the show. Hey everyone, Erin here. Welcome to the Red Moon Radio Podcast. If this is your first time listening, I'm really glad to have you join us. I hope you enjoy the show. Today's show is the eighth episode of Red Moon Radio, and I'm super excited for today's interview with members of Baby Jesus. The show is going to be great, so stick around for the interview coming up. And don't forget to check previous episodes of Red Moon Radio with Robbie Fisher, ZX Plus, Betrayers, the Tailbreakers, Sloppy Kiss Soiree, Susie's, and last week's episode with Sunny Skies. As I mentioned off the top, today we're speaking with Frederick, Bjorn, Robin, and Rasmus, members of the band Baby Jesus. To start off the show, here's the opening track from their debut self-titled album, which was released on cassette through Anga Kubaka Records and is set for release on vinyl this week through Yippie Kaye Records. The song is called Nothing's For Me. Check it out.
Homestead Sweden's Baby Jesus are yet another new favorite of mine, a modern garage psych band with classic 60s influences that brings together the raw power of early rock and roll with a mixture of instrumental noise and guttural sounds. Earlier this year, Unga Kubaka Records helped introduce the guys to North America with the release of their self-titled cassette in April, and after selling out that release, they're ready to unleash their album on vinyl with the help of San Antonio, Texas's Yippie Kaye Records. The band has quickly built a following on this side of the pond, and with the vinyl release, their renown will only continue to grow. In anticipation of the record release on November 27th, I spoke with members Frederick, Bjorn, Robin, and Rasmus via Skype this weekend. Hi, baby Jesus. Thanks so much for joining us today on Red Moon Radio. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It's great to have you with us. Can you tell us a bit about yourselves, introduce yourselves, and the band? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, my name is Rasmus. I'm the drummer. Hi, I'm Frederick. I'm the, I'm the singer and the, uh, and the guitarist. I'm Bjorn. I play guitar and organ. And I'm uh, Robin. I play the saxophone and the uh, percussions. And we're missing uh, Elis. He plays uh, the bass. He's not with us today. Nice to meet you guys. Nice to meet you too. So when did you start playing together? Can you tell me a little bit about the development of the band? Yeah, um, like uh, me and Bjorn, we lived in Oslo some years ago. And after that, we moved back to our hometown, Hamster. And we, we, have, we had all these childhood friends everywhere. And we all wanted to play music, so... We, we got the, a really awesome track base and we built our studio there and jammed on, kind of, yeah. When was that? How long ago was that? It's, uh, we started uh, in 2012, in the summer there. Yeah. We have a few years on our neck, yeah. <laughs> what would you say are your biggest musical influences? Can you talk a little bit about your music and the sound that you guys have? Yeah, like, when we, when we started the band, we didn't want to, like... We, did, we didn't have a, a genre that we, we all wanted to play, you know. We just kind of wanted it to grow, like kind of natural in a way. So, and I think our uh, it's very individual our music preferences, you know. Um, but, but you know, like we all we all like rock and roll, and we all like like punk music, we like uh, industrial music, yeah, and like we. From a different background, I think. Yeah, but I mean, I, but I mean, the sound is like developed with uh, like with jamming. We like started with the different sound, like from the very beginning, and then it just developed. To, yeah, we started kind of like kind of psychedelic, blues. Yeah, yeah, sort of very blues in, in influenced. Yeah, we all we all had uh, different faces, but sometimes we had a Joey Division face, sometimes the Doors face. So we all have similar uh, influences in this way. Like we've all listened to the Doors a lot at one period. Yeah. What would you consider your current phase to be? When we got to the time that we kind of made this this garage rock music, we I mean that felt really good, you know. That felt the most natural, I think. So we so we definitely we play garage rock, garage punk with a psychedelic twist, I think. Elements. We all listen a lot to Back from the Grave collection, Nuggets, yeah. these old garage songs. You picked a few songs to share with us as well on the show. Can you can you run through the songs that you picked and tell me why you chose those? Yeah, I can say for the for the Link Ray one, uh, I actually heard his time last Friday on this like late after party. Uh, my friend got the Link Ray early recordings, I, and I didn't heard, I haven't heard this song. So when it got on, it it struck me. So um, yeah, I heard uh, Link Ray the first time we went to uh, the, the cottage. Yeah, the cottage. It's like uh, the bassist in the band. Uh, the, his family is a cottage. The cottage, like in the middle of nowhere in Sweden. And when we got there, uh, I think Fredrik put on a Link Ray song. I don't remember its name, but ain't that loving yeah, you, baby? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, I got. Really good feeling, like dance around in the cottage and have a good time. So, so we like Link Ray. Yeah, yeah, we like Link Ray a lot. A lot. You guys picked Cross Tides, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a kind of Western-ish song. It's kind of un-Link Ray-ish, I think. It's it's like sure, Link Ray has his surf elements and, and stuff, but this one is it's it's yeah, I think. It's got a really lean organ. It's really nice. And uh, and the Los Sacos one is like. 
yeah, I heard Lost Tigers a couple of years ago, and yeah, they, they just like it's. They're a band from Peru, and um, from like uh, this album is recorded in like '64. It's named like first punk band uh, almost. It's uh, it's too obscure, and they had like some light on them now. They're a, they're a true gem coming up. So uh, yeah, and uh, the Stefan uh, Mischius song. He's a uh, he plays piano in a Swedish band called Den Stora Vilan. Uh, in English, that means uh, the the big sleep uh, or the great sleep. And this is his uh, solo career. He's made a EP. He's made a record. Ah, he's made a record. Yeah. Uh, and uh, this song is called uh, Spårvagnslåta, and it's Subway above ground. But yeah, they're like uh, the big sleep is it's is this band from Gothenburg, and they play like kind of Grateful Deadish sound, and uh, yeah, they're they're really good. And uh, this this song is bluesy, and yeah, it's it's neat. There's a good band that sings in Swedish. And then you also picked Rodriguez, Hate Street yeah. Dialogue. Yes. Uh, this is uh, Elis, our, our bass player. That he, he likes Rodriguez really, really much, so that's one for him. I guess it was this uh, Searching for Sugarman. Yeah. It showed it took him uh, public. Yeah. And it's great. Yeah. Nice documentary. Also. Wasn't he famous like in South Africa? Like, yeah, really yeah. Famous? yeah. And he knew about it. The, yeah, the, the I haven't seen the movie. The director of this is Swedish, I think. Oh, yeah. He, isn't he from La Holm? Yeah, from Swedish. Yeah, he's, he's from around around here, near, near our town.
please be gone You stayed here much too long Don't you wish that you could cry Don't you wish I would die See me seesaw kids Child women on the skids The dust will choke you blind The lust will choke your mind I kiss the floor, one kick no more The pig and hose have set me free I tasted hate streets hanging trees I tasted hate streets hanging trees One kick no more The pig and hose have set me free I tasted hate streets hanging trees I tasted hate streets hanging trees The inner city birthed me The local pusher nursed me Cousins make it on the street They marry every trick they meet A dime, a dollar, they're all the same When a man comes in to bust your game The turnkey comes, his face a grin Lots to sell, I'm in again I kiss the floor, one kick no more The pig and hose have set me free I tasted hate streets hanging trees I tasted hate streets hanging trees. 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 So I have a question for you guys. Where does the name Baby Jesus come from? What brought that name out? Well, like we've been we had been playing for like a couple of months, and we. We came to point we had to name ourselves, so, and, you know, it's... A band needs a name. A band needs a name, yeah. That's and the band name, it's it's a really, it's so strong for how you, it's like the first, the first meeting when you find a new band, it's, it's the, it's the band name, you know. So, we had some problem because, like... We didn't know. We didn't know. We didn't have a, you know, if you play garage rock, you can call... Like the hives or something, it sounds really garage, you know. And but we didn't want to do that because we didn't play garage at the time, so uh, but you know, uh, and we kind of did, did, yeah. But and I, I, I love a, a Swedish band, it's a Swedish band called um, from the 60s, and they they were like maybe like one of the first from the starting the underground scene. Uh, and they're called baby grandmothers, so I just said baby Jesus, and it yeah. came with a punch, and we stuck with it. Yeah. But we get some attention from people who don't know that we're a band. Yeah, I, I can imagine. So, do you guys ever get confused with Acid Baby Jesus? We wanted, to, we we knew that there was a band called Acid Baby Jesus, but we didn't. We 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 wanted the name Baby Jesus. Yeah. So we, we all didn't know this. We didn't. <laughs> yeah, but but uh, you know, I I hope there isn't any confusion. <laughs> well, it is definitely a name that grabs you, and yeah, I can see that some people might be upset, but it, it's a powerful name, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah, and we 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 mean nothing offensive about it. I mean, it's just a bad name. But, but you know, Sweden is quite a secularized country. So, uh, so it's not the same connotations. So it doesn't have the same value, really. No. So we didn't think of uh, Jesus. Per se. <laughs> so, <laughs> so tell us a bit about the releases that you've put out. Really, it's one album, but you also had a kind of a single before that as well, right? Yeah, that's true. Like <coughs> first, it's it's kind of a story, you know, but. First, we 
after our first gig, our, our producer came forth, forward to us and he said that he wanted to do a record with us. So uh, we did and uh, it was too early for us, we think. So we, we wasn't 100% about that record, you know. So we, we kind of trashed it and we thought that we should do it ourselves. So, um, so we did and we recorded an EP. Uh, we didn't, we didn't release it, you know, we just put it up on YouTube, you know, and, and used it as like, like PR, you know, like promo stuff. Oh wow! So this is a couple of years ago. Already. Oh yeah, yeah, it's it's been delayed like crazy. Yeah, yeah like uh, yeah, we we recorded it in October two thousand thirteen, and it was mixed in February two thousand fourteen. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, and around that time we hooked up with the Levitation Records, and um, the guy there he he wanted to do vinyl, uh, or we all wanted to do vinyl. Um, and it, yeah, it, it got delayed because of many things, many aspects there. So uh, levitation is no more. Levitation is no more right now. Uh, they they broke up in this summer. Uh, and yeah, later on we, we hooked up with uh, Ongaku Baka Records with Dan Dan over there. Uh, he wanted to release this on cassettes. 
we uh, thought that it was an awesome idea. Yeah, so we, yeah, shout out to Dan at uh, Ongaku Baka Records yeah. for sure. Yeah, he did a great job. Yeah, we also uh, uh, and we we met with Ryan uh, Ryan at uh, GPKA Records out in San Antonio in Texas. Uh, he emailed us and was uh, real and was really like yeah, really stoked. Really stoked, yeah. yeah. So um, we uh, we had like we have had like with him for a half a year now, and we have we have several Skype meeting, and he's really he's a really awesome guy. Yeah, he's, he's, done he's like a mentor, you know. Yeah, like he's done a really good job. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And um, so yeah, the the vinyl is now pressed. It's and. Finally being released. Yeah. yeah. Finally. And we, we got some promotion behind our back too. Uh, some guys over at Planetary Promotion is, is going to do a campaign for it. That's coming out just very soon, right? The vinyl? Yes, released uh, on the 27th of November 2015. Oh, I did. Yeah. 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 And we're super stoked about it. It's been so long, this <laughs> whole process. Yeah. So... But yeah, we actually we have we have um, recorded like 30 songs now over over this year. So we, we you know we can release stuff forever, you know. Yeah. So we we're thinking that we we do the promotion now and let that sink in, you know, and then we 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 work on our second album. Yeah. Yeah. You're ready. You're ready for a second album. Think the sound more for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's. Really much more developed. Yeah, for sure. We uh, we use a different process now with the recording. We, uh, keeping it fresh. Yeah, keeping it fresh. <laughs> Maybe you can tell us a little bit about your recording process from you know the changes from the last album. Tell me about how you guys write songs and how you record. The last album was very uh, full power, or a lot full power, and um, yeah. and now we write the songs. Uh, we develop songs from idea to to the complete uh, song together, but the uh, the ideas could come from uh, either us or in a jam. Development is together, but before the the last album was uh, you know we played harder, we played uh, a more punkish sort of yeah yeah yeah. So, and nowadays we might uh, take it a little, little less uh, hard. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes it's hard, but we can also take it easy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, 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 uh, we've grown a lot as a band during those two years since the last album. So it's, it's a lot of um, uh, moving forward, sort of. Yeah. Um, it's it's you know you you play you, you can play rough things you and but it's also important that you can tone it down do it do that good you know so we have worked on that and we yeah it's a nice process to experience also yeah for it's sure nice to, uh, yeah it's a good develop. yeah it's good development to like slow down the least times you know, you, you learn a lot from that we, we can take it yeah, yeah. <laughs> And we're we're still a rock and roll band. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> and you and you write the songs together. So do you each write your own parts? So it's like someone comes with uh, like ideas or often like, and we jam it a lot, and then we stop jamming, and then we throw ideas at it and like develop it from there. And sometimes like bigger idea, like more developed song, and sometimes just a riff or something. So and lyrics are fabric. Yeah, but you know, like uh, I, I believe that often it, it goes really fast. You know, like it's 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 only like a couple of songs that we have like yeah. ha, like had to work on for for a longer while. You know, yeah. but but most of the songs is done like really quick. You know, like really yeah, yeah spontaneous. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, some songs are like made in. Ten minutes, almost. Like, yeah. It goes too fast. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. But, but some songs, even the ones who develop quick, like you don't really get them until you play them live a couple of times. Yeah. They can understand the song, even though the process of developing it was uh, quick. Like you get to know a song. Yeah. So sometimes sure. we we play a, a early song like live and we 
sometimes come back to and develop it a little bit more. Like we, we don't go go away from the roots of the song, but we develop some songs after a live show. Like live is a good test. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're, it is. We're quite good at testing it. Yeah, <laughs> we're we're not afraid of testing new songs live. Uh, we just go for it and see what happens. So yeah. So your cassette is actually sold out, am I right? Yeah. 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 yeah it was really cool seeing that. Yeah. <laughs> People enjoyed our music. That it, it it actually worked over in the states. You know, it was great. Yeah. yeah. Do you know how many how many vinyl they pressed? They pressed uh, 250 copies. That'll be gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hopefully, so. hopefully, hopefully yeah. <laughs> For you guys, what is your listening preference? How do you listen to music? It's a lot of vinyl. Yeah. Um, it is uh, something magical about finding an old uh, vinyl record and just. Hearing the scratch noises and whatever. Um, yeah. I mostly listen to vinyl when I'm at, I'm at home or at yeah. parties or whatever. I listen to a lot of digital, like uh, through uh, like some services online uh, when I'm at work. So it's like eight hours of digital music, and it's really good to come home and just put on a record and just to hear hear it from another perspective. So you can like listen to one. Same album, and yeah, Spotify or whatever, or whatever. Maybe get home and put on a, a vinyl. Yeah, I like I like doing both ways. You know, it through different perspectives. That's one of the great things with new vinyl releases is that they often come with download codes and things like that. So you kind of get the best of both yeah. worlds, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, sure. One thing that uh, listening to vinyl has given. Uh, I, I don't have any. I can't listen to vinyl at the moment, but but have, I have. And then I start listening to full albums, like not just song song with this artist, song with the next one, but listen through the full album. And that's a nice way to listen to music. Yeah. Yeah, it's def It's a different experience, isn't it? It is. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, yeah. it's a whole. It, it gives value, I think. Yeah, because some some uh, artists like they they want you to listen to the full album because they they have some meaning within the album. So if you just take out some 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 albums and you don't get the whole picture, like it's not the same thing. You get you sometimes you really want a full experience. Head on, yeah. head on. Head on. <laughs> So you're from Sweden. I've never had a band from Sweden on. I'd like to know about the music scene there, and I guess especially garage and psychedelic music, but in general as well. And some more of your favorites out of Sweden would be great. Yeah, like uh, we're from a, a, a kind of small town, you know. Uh, it's between Gothenburg and Malmo. Um, so in this town, there, there are a lot of good stoner bands. We have a band called... Uh, White Dwarf, yeah. and a band called uh, Saint Earth. Uh, you guys should really check them out. With the garage scene, it's, it's really like building up. It's, it hasn't hit like big, you know, but it's like it's over in Stockholm, you know. It's ha it happens a lot over there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There ain't uh, enough, like uh, so much garage in this town. No. No. Uh, not at all. No, I should say. Yeah, yeah, we're the only ones. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah. But, uh, but in, in Stockholm, you got a label called uh, Punkslime, and they have released uh, like really good acts. I think it's it's kind of of a garagey aesthetic, you know. Uh, it's not only like garage rock or, or whatever, but it's it's kind of garagey aesthetic. And uh, yeah, we, we haven't had any contact with them yet, but. Uh, they have a. They work with a guy um, who's in a band called the Caesars, and they have uh, worked with Iggy Pop in the nineties, I believe. Uh, they were called Palace first, but they had to change the name to Caesars. Yeah. <laughs> but, but they're. I wonder why. <laughs> yeah, uh, but they're they're a cool band, and um, the singer in that band. Oh no, actually, the, the guitarist in that band works with the guys over at Punk Slime. So I believe they they do they do some great things for our for the rock and roll scene in Sweden. I believe. We fix a bit like uh, you know we're on the west coast and Stockholm is on the east coast, mm -hmm. so we're closer to Norway and Denmark yeah. than Stockholm. And it feels like uh, the side scene, especially Denmark, yeah, sure, much more than Sweden. 
Yeah. So oh, in the playing in Denmark a lot. You know, they have the Copenhagen Psychfest. And I also think that there will be a Oslo Psychfest. Yeah. But there's no talk of uh, Gothenburg Psychfest or Sweden. No. That's the, yeah. And Levitation Records was out of Copenhagen, yeah. right? Yeah. And the guys over at Levitation, uh, they've been kind of, they have been the, the arrangers of, of uh, the yeah. Copenhagen Psychfest. They just had one, like Copenhagen Psychfest winter edition or something. It's right now, actually. It's right now. Uh, <laughs> Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, this, this weekend. Uh, the mirrors are playing and the telescopes and whatnot, you know. So that, that's that's really cool because they're, they're working hard, they do. So you guys have played a lot of shows in Europe. Have you ever been to North America to play anything? No, no, but we we really, really want to go over there. Yeah. I rock the shit on it. We need places to play. If, if we got that, we're, we're, we're there, you know. Yeah. Do you have any other upcoming shows in Europe that you want to talk about, kind of plug? You know, we have a show next week in Gothenburg, and then uh, uh, we don't have anything planned. So we will take this uh, time and finish the second album. Yeah, the yeah. focus is more on the album working than just shows at the moment. Yeah. Um, yeah. And try to arrange a tour uh, springtime, close to yeah. summertime next year. Yeah. The thing about Scandinavia is that the winters are rough, but the summers are more active. You know, people are out dancing on the streets and whatnot. So, but I think like it comes down to we need a booking agency. I think to 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 book shows. You know, so we haven't done and uh, we haven't done a tour like in Europe or whatever. You know, so we we, we really want to do that, and we yeah we're gonna get contact with uh, with some booking agencies. I think. So. I usually like to ask people whether they have any cover songs they would like to do or songs that they've thought about covers that are on their wish list. Yeah, we made, uh, did a couple of... Uh, we have some, covers. yeah, we played some covers. Yeah, we uh, played some, we, we haven't recorded. Bob Dylan. Um, yeah, we, oh, yeah. yeah, we did a Bob Dylan cover. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what else? Lee Gray. Lee Gray, a lot of... Yeah, yeah. We done some, we, yeah, we done some Link Ray covers, like, uh, like as an as an intro to our to the live show. You know, we we do uh, Link Ray. Then we did Rolling thing. Stones. Yeah. yeah, we done Rolling Stones. Uh, I can't remember. Last the last time. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We've done the monks. Oh yeah. Have you heard yeah. of this band? So I hate you. This is a song. We played a couple of times. And uh, I think it's on a wish list to do more of the monks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. There's a really nice one called uh, Monk Chant. It's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> That's a really cool band. But like a, a wish list, I, I would like to do the Orbison song. Yeah. Any, anything you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that's, yeah. That'd be great. <laughs> Such a beautiful song. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, the like, song in pop fiction. Oh yeah. Yeah, 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 like Bullwinkle. So yes, the, uh, the lively ones. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the lively ones. I think. Surf Rider. Surf Rider. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so, so do covers maybe uh, almost once every show. Yeah, we do. We have we have done uh, several like garage uh, band yeah. songs, you know. Alarm clocks is one band. Oh, you guys are well schooled in cover songs then. <laughs> yeah, it's really fun. You learn so much from playing cover songs as well. You just don't have to listen to it. You actually but you play the drums. I play the drums. <laughs> <laughs> so it's pretty much the same shit. You get the idea. What are you guys listening to right now? Over right now. Yeah. Actually, um, for me, I have I, uh, I I've just got a tape deck, uh, so uh, four tracks. So I I have it at home. So I haven't been. Listening to any music but myself, I guess. <laughs> Sorry to say, but uh, the ego bastard. Yeah, yeah. Right, right now, kind of being e egoistic. But yeah. How about you, Jörn? As I said, I've been listening to a lot of Link Ray and uh, White Fence. I enjoy listening to White Fence. Yeah, lots. Yeah. And I saw a band uh, quite recently called uh, Sony and the Sunsets, San Francisco-based, I think. 
and they were here in Sweden playing Rockford, so yeah, they were great live. Different live than on record. Like it was much much less live, but uh, really nice band. I've been listening to uh, what's his name? Paul the Paul and Martini. Paul the Paul and Martini? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've listened to that guy. <laughs> I just put it on the... Put it on, on the That's only on. because you got a girlfriend now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, he'd be listening to punk shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta be romantic when you can. <laughs> Ladies love it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I've been listening to a lot of The Growlers lately. There's... That's always a band for any mood, you know. Party or chilling or whatever. So uh, I have a few of their vinyls at home, so they're constantly on repeat. They're one of my favorite bands. He's even wearing a Growlers t-shirt. Yeah. Oh, right on. <laughs> I got it when they played here in Gothenburg uh, two years ago, I think. Yeah. yeah. You, Great show. You did something that was not uh, appropriate. appropriate. No, <laughs> yeah. What did you do? What did you do? Uh, tell, tell them what you did. Yeah, well, I... I at the at the time I sort of had this this uh, thing when I was drunk as <clears throat> and um, pretty much what I did was uh, put my hand on the faces of the guitarist and I don't know which other band members was after the show uh, they kind of stood and chill outside smoking we started talking and my last goodbye was a hand to the face covering it pretty much. <laughs> I was a drunken fuck that night. So. <laughs> what was their reaction? I have I have no idea. I can hardly re remember it at all. But I think I they sort of they were kind of chill. They were kind of chill. I think they did the same to some of the other members of the group that went to the show actually. So they're, they're really cool guys. I I love the fact that they actually went out and took a few beers just with. Um, the rest of us, you know, they at the club. They didn't punch me. They didn't punch me, no. <laughs> Probably should have. <laughs> that show was awesome. Yeah. So can you tell me a little bit about the artwork that you guys have used for your album? And also, you guys have an Instagram account. How do you think imagery connects to your music? This is really a Ellis uh, question. Yeah, like, our, uh, Ellis, our bass, bass player, uh, the bass player, he, he does all the graphics. Like, uh, the Instagram account, it's it's more or less he that's in charge of that one. But, um, like, really early on, uh, Ellis made all these, like, flyers for, for our show, you know. They're awesome flyers. Yeah, like, we, we used to, like, like press like hundred flyers or whatever and like just put them all over town you know and we did like uh, like different ones for the same show you know so uh, uh, yeah but of course it's it's really important important with the graphic and uh, like it's really great it's really yeah awesome. yeah he's it's really good at that uh, but yeah it's it's really important with the like how it connects the music graphics and the same with the band name you know. It all comes together like that. Yeah. Um, the graphic part can really pack a punch if you do it well. I mean, it can really speak to people in some way. Before we go, how can people get in touch with you, connect with you guys online? How can they find your music? Uh, give us a, a breakdown of where we can find you. Sure. Uh, our Facebook is uh, like facebook.com slash babyjesusband. Uh, and that goes for our band camp as well, like babyjesusband at bandcamp.com. And uh, same for our mail, it's babyjesusband <laughs> at hotmail.com. Uh, and same for the Instagram and Twitter as well. Yeah, and uh, the vinyl can be found on the GPKA uh, website, right? Yeah, that's gpka.org. Or, or, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Twitter as well, and we try to be more active on it. Um, but we get, we're getting there. For uh, sure. For sure. Well, thanks so much to all of you for coming and talking with us today. And it's been really great to get to know you a little bit better. It was uh, great being on. Yeah. I hope that you'll come back on the show when you do release the next album. Yeah, for sure. We've been glad. We've been glad, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> thanks so much. We'll talk to you again soon. Yeah. Bye. Okay, bye. bye. Thanks again so much to the guys from Baby Jesus for talking to Red Moon Radio and sharing some great music with us. We had lots of fun. 
During the interview, we heard a couple of tracks from bands that have influenced Baby Jesus, starting with Link Ray's Cross Ties. Also in there, Peru's proto-punk garage legends Los Psychos with Cementario, Swedish artist Stefan Misios, and Rodriguez with Hate Street Dialogue. Having chatted about their first recordings, we also heard a song from the band called You and I, which has an official video and is available on YouTube. It's such a great song, track it down. Let's continue with more from the band's self-titled release, which, as they mentioned, is set for release on vinyl this week. From the album, here are Haven't Seen the Light, Nice Walk, and You Make Me Fry.
wraps it up for another episode of Red Moon Radio. To end the show, here's the aptly named Time's All Gone, the closing track from their debut album. Thanks again so much to Baby Jesus for another memorable episode of Red Moon Radio, and thanks to you for tuning in. Until next week.